Welcome to Design Deep Dive, HHC's new weekly podcast where we pick one design or construction-related topic and give you our take on it. Welcome back to part two of our window covering conversation with Susan and Karen. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Hey. We are, <laughs> so we're just going to move straight on to Roman shades because there is a lot to talk about of that and both drapes. So tell everybody what a Roman shade is. A Roman shade is a shade that's made out of fabric and generally lined. Um, it has the rings in the back with the strings in the back. For operation. Yes. Raising and lowering. Yes. Yeah. Um, and they can be cordless. Okay. In fact, most of what we sell is cordless. Also motorized. And motorized. I was about yeah. to ask if they can be motorized. Yes. That was my question. Yes. They can have a valance. They can not have a valance. It can mm-hmm. be made both ways. Um, what is a valance, just in case someone uh, that is very young does not know what that is? <laughs> <laughs> a shade without a valance, the fabric rolls off the front of the headrail. Mm-hmm. And so the, that fabric is hiding the mechanism of the headrail. Okay. We have the option to roll the fabric off the back of the headrail. So that would leave that mechanism exposed. And they put a little flap, usually about six to eight inches down, to cover that mechanism in the front of the shade. Right. Um, so not the same thing as a cornice? No. Okay. No. Uh, Do you want to tell everybody what a cornice is? Yes. Okay. A cornice is actually an upholstered piece of... Um, Furniture almost that uh, tops a window and it can be broad, wide, long. They have different shapes, different styles, uh, usually padded and uh, corded on uh-huh. the edges. And it can be added to um, a shade or drapes as an additional or a Roman. part. Or, or, well, oftentimes we don't put a cornice on top of a Roman. Uh, You'll just hang the Roman higher to kind of serve as the look of a cornice? Uh, usually. So you know I love a cornice. Right. <laughs> and I love a cornice too. And I wanted to say, again, I keep bringing up, this is not grandma's, you know, back in the 80s with the sheared and heavy and, you know, people, when we say cornice, sometimes they cringe. Mm-hmm. But a cornice can be very tailored. And what I love about a cornice is because it's upholstered, unlike and a valance that's just on a rod or a board that gets wavy and messy. A cornice always looks. I think a lot of good. times people think a valance is a cornice, right? And thought. they're used to like a ruffly, yes, th- and that's what they think a yes. cornice is. Because I also think people associate a cornice with something traditional, and yes. to me, I think it's very contemporary. Oh, it can yeah. absolutely yeah. be very yeah. sleek and contemporary. And the only reason we probably don't mix a cornice with a Roman shade is uh, I don't know it's two different fabric it looks usually the cornice is a fabric to accentuate say a shade underneath like we did in the playroom Mm -hmm. of that Mm -hmm. parade house where we put the fun cornices and then underneath it was a shade Mm -hmm. um so even if you use the same fabric it'd be two different two too different to do a cornice and, and a, a lot of times Roman your window can't shade. handle it because or it may 
gets too busy. It gets too busy because your cornice is going to come outside your window, and then that Roman shade is usually inside the window, so it tends to make the Roman shade look too small. Does that make sense? Whereas yes. the valance is already attached to the Roman shade. And the main reason we go round and round with people because they want that sleek look that they see online with no valance, well, your window has to have a lot of depth because otherwise you're going to have gaps where that comes off the headrail. Right. And we say this all the time. When you're looking at something online, those f- photos are so edited. Yes. Like they, that is probably not even the way that it actually looks. They have edited it to make it look that way. So just be mindful of that. Yeah. Or they installed it in a six inch window. So, you know, yes, that dual <laughs> yeah. treatment fit, but, um, and, and honestly, when you make the valance out of the same fabric, it just goes away and it fits that Roman shade back in the window for the mm-hmm. best maximum light control and insulation. It just fits better. Well, okay. and I, I think that talking about the cornice with a Roman, in my mind at least, a Roman is used in a tighter space mm-hmm. where either you wouldn't want a cornice or it's too small for one. So mm-hmm. I guess that would lead me into my question. Where do you use a Roman shade most oh, often? Oh, go well, I want to say something. When Justin said he likes uh, shutters for doors, I like Roman shades for doors. And the reason I do, a lot of people um, don't like a product that hits the door and clangs when you open and close the door. Well, since a Roman shade is fabric, it may hit the door slightly, but it's a soft products so right. it doesn't leave damage on the door it doesn't make a noise it's a great product for a door it makes a noise oh. <laughs> <Drives me> crazy. no i really think that my aversion to anything on a door just to get this out of the way is lubbock is windy yes. very very windy and the wind catches anything but a shutter and some and it can like hurt the, the the covering or you're trying to get the door closed and the covering's now caught in between the door and the outside and that's my main right. thing if if we lived in a climate that was not windy and if you're listening from somewhere other than lubbock when i say windy we have like tornado level winds sustained for weeks at a time sometimes so oh, yeah. funny window covering story is you can do a routeless blind uh-huh. where the slats just sit in the little ladders is that what the strings are called because they close tight or whatever we literally had slats blow out of a blind yeah. on a door yeah i mean it is very very windy here so that really is probably my main aversion to anything other than a shutter but oh but roman shades i we do them a lot on french doors just especially in a master to add softness and color and pattern right um and there are different styles of roman shades yes as i was about to say i think a lot of people associate roman shades with that like real drapey french yes look that and so when you say roman shade to someone that has a more modern house they're like right. but <laughs> what are the types okay and and even within the types there is a flat that we like to use a lot if you have a big pattern or you don't want to interrupt your pattern with seams. But used to, that was a real messy look. When you raised it, it just bunched up mm-hmm. and you it just looked really messy. And now we have a company that has hidden is stays the right stays way, rods sewn into it so it dresses itself up as it goes up. Okay. But you have that, you know, just flat look. Or you can do one with seams, but 
I go ahead. You know, pros and cons. Uh, yeah, uh, there's nothing wrong with the seamed uh, shades. They they can look really nice on a solid, but I think any time you interrupt a pattern, unless it's a teeny tiny, uh, small little bitty pattern, that it's not as pretty as if you see the pattern and the repeat altogether. So you think save flat. big patterns for a drape? Well, or yeah. that flat shade with the rods. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, because, yeah. And it depends on the scale of the, more so the... Uh, Okay, get my directions right. The scale, <laughs> the print on the fabric. Right. Yeah, how it fits on the width of your window. Right. So what is your, so your favorite place is a door for a Roman? I mean, I, I we sell a lot of Romans for doors. Well, and we sell them in, a lot of times I'll do one in the laundry room yeah, or a that's kitchen. Mine. That's my favorite yeah. spot. It's the laundry probably because of working with you. And, you know, we'll have a fabric we want to use and, you know, maybe the husband says that's too crazy. Or maybe she, she has a particular print or color that just doesn't work anywhere else. Make the laundry room fun if you're going to have yeah. to go in there. I think it's, the and time. usually laundry room windows are not that big. Right. Say, there's so, usually just right. like one small one. Right. If if you love a crazy expensive fabric yes. and really, really want to use it, a Roman shade in a, on a small window is not a lot of fabric. Right. Or here in Lubbock where they put windows in closets. Uh-huh. That's another. <laughs> <laughs> We've done a lot and then done Which it. I do not, this is total side note, I do not really understand a, um, I understand there are certain times where a window in a closet is great, but now people are putting windows where the bar runs in front of the mm, window. And yeah. so what you're going to look at your clothes yeah, and hang cleaning. your clothes right. and they're going to, isn't that usually because it's from the outside? Yeah, yeah usually it's, like, it's not like a, usually. Oh, I want a window in my closet. <laughs> <laughs> it has to do with the design of the house. Yeah. Yeah. You stick it on the front of the house yeah. and then the windows kind of have to match up or something. Right. Yeah. yeah. Architecture. A lot, of, <laughs> a lot of times window covering in a closet stays closed because the sun can actually damage your clothes. Oh, for so, sure, yeah. And um, that's one thing to consider. So then you should do something really fun because yeah. 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 it's yeah. going to be closed yeah. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think, uh, y'all know this, but I'm going to say it because I'm thinking of it right now. Uh, sun can actually damage fine furnishings really yes. badly. Oh, yeah. And art. Yes. Floor. Your floor uh-huh. that you just put in. Yes, because a lot of times people say it's a north-facing window or it's our back windows. You know, if it doesn't have an overhang, because, I mean, yeah, it'll damage your wood floors, it'll damage your rugs, it'll damage backs of your chairs yeah and some i don't know if y'all have noticed this but some fabric companies especially the really nice ones they've started putting the hours of how long the we fabric can sit in the sun before it bleaches had that conversation yeah. with the wrap i yes. thought that that was was it the schumacher wrap because no, they were the no. first ones that i noticed it on it was more of an independent wrap yeah yeah that they're getting into the hours uh-huh, of how long it can be in full sun before it starts to bleach yes. which, and in lubbock texas full sun is all the time. full sun oh, is yes. the desert <laughs> Yes, <laughs> like all year Alexander. round, all the time. I wanted to jump to that relaxed, that little curved shade. Uh-huh. A lot of our vendors call it a relaxed Roman shade. And people see it, and they love that look. But we always advise them, because we've learned this through the years, it's really pretty when it's up, but it has to be dressed all the time. Right. So if you lower that thing, it looks like a sack of potatoes yeah. in the bottom of the window. <laughs> that is the only way to describe it because one of the first ones I did was a linen, kind of brown, and I did it on doors. Don't ever do it on doors. Right. It just doesn't work. Right. And one other thing I'll say about it. 
When it's lowered all the way, you still have two little corners that are uncovered. It's not good for a bedroom or a privacy oh, area. Oh, I didn't even a think about straight that. Across yeah, because it's got the drape. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's the way it's made. Another mm-hmm. thing I learned the hard way, one of my very first parade homes, is to make that curve, they pull it up in the back with a rod. And so it's not lining that you see, it's the fabric. And this was, yeah. Yeah, it's mm. kind of cupped. Yeah. yeah. So, so, when, I, I, so you saw chocolate little, you know, smiley faces across the <laughs> bottom. But I wasn't smiling because it was on the very front of a parade home. So. Now, I think a lot of times we don't think about this as consumers. Whatever you choose for your windows needs to look as good on the outside as it does on the inside, especially across the front of your house. Yes, y'all say that all the time. I, I do not care. I know. I, I was waiting for that. Justin says it to me but all But do you know why I don't care? Why? Because if it's light outside, your window should be open. Ah. Okay, uh, yeah. now I understand you better. Yeah, if it's light outside, <laughs> I why. if it's light outside, your windows should be open. In my opinion, uh, I, I, granted, I know there are exceptions. You're going to take a nap, whatever. Blah 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 blah. I just really try to encourage people to use their windows. You paid for your windows, use them. Let the light in. Um, okay, I'll let. You see. <laughs> now that I understand. It, and then at night, it, it, who cares? It's that dark outside. Yeah, that is true. I, I guess what I'm. Also, thinking about is sometimes they'll choose one product in one window, another product in another window, and and that's fine. Yeah, I want to let people know that that's perfectly fine, but they don't think that the lining on one is a different color than the, the lining, lining on, on the, the other. other. Yeah. and so from the outside of the house, you kind of have a patchwork, and that's fine too yeah. if you're okay with it. I do mention I it to everybody because I think that y'all do really try to instill that in people, so it must be a, something that has y'all have had a lot of conversations about. Well, okay, you've got people that um some people want their windows halfway open if they work you know and most everybody's gone during the day they kind of want it to look like somebody's there so they may only partially raise it so then that would be an issue and um it's just for the curb appeal i see your point though too if you raise it all the way up it doesn't really matter but Yeah, but I do make sure I point it out to everybody because I I, I can because I, I think it will drive some people crazy. Yes, yes. if yeah. you're if you're that a little person, bit OCD yeah. and you like symmetry and uh, all of that, it is going to be important to you. Yeah. And I think even to the point where you should maybe think about doing the same type okay. of window covering across the front. That segues into what I was just fixing to say, and I tend to tell people stand out front look at the design of your house if there's a natural break where maybe it changed to stone or where your front door is then you could have a different treatment oh i think that's a wonderful that is a really good point and you know or that that dining room window sometimes is arched or it's a different size and drapes just look so pretty and that looks so pretty open uh you know where you see into the house so i I this is why to, y'all are the professionals. Yeah. <laughs> I really consider all of that. Yeah. If it's very uniform, yes. If it's very modern and kind of um, sleek. Sleek, thank you. I was looking for a word and doesn't have the different uh, levels or textures or materials across right. the front. Right. See, I think I look at it as uh, designing for the, for the room. That's yes, why it's not so inside. important to me. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're outside too, but I would rather, 
if I had to pick, I'd rather the room be perfect than the front of the house be perfect when the windows are closed. You're going to be probably in that room more than you are going to be outside looking Looking at it. Looking at the front of your house. When the windows are closed, like... And and I would agree, and that's what's most important to me too. Yeah. But sometimes that's not what's important. I agree. Exactly. Yeah. I agree. So I we, totally agree. We find out what, yeah. what their wants and needs yeah, are. Yeah, exactly. So. And I think that there are things you can do to get really close if you want two different yes. products. So oh, that's not necessarily. Yeah. So I I think that uh, Roman shades are kind of going out. What do you think? Oh no. No, you don't <laughs> think so. We're using them less. We're using them a lot. I think it's less. because we like the shades. Not how, the I don't think that they'll ever go out of style, but they're not as prevalent as they were. Maybe because they've been replaced by shades. Yes, yeah. that's where I was going with this. Okay, yeah. I, I think that a that. shade is kind of taking over. And I personally like a cornice with oh. a shade better oh, than a too. Roman shade. Oh, yeah, I do too. Yeah. So, but do, do you think that that is true across the board, or is that just maybe something that we're experiencing? You know, I think possibly. Uh, rum and shades are one of our most expensive products because they're labor intensive. Uh-huh. The fabric is not not inexpensive, and all those things combined make for an, an expensive product. Right. Where a roller shade is a lot less expensive because and it's probably machine made. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that may be why you're seeing more roller shades. Another thing is people, you talk about the outside of the house, they don't like seeing the cord and the rings and, and then you, yeah, you know, so you've got that sleek, clean look that's coming uh-huh. and, and with a roller shade. Right. And y'all are always a little ahead of Thanks, we try. Yes, <laughs> because I'm just thinking online, you know, they're still showing the banded Roman shades, yeah. you know, all over Pinterest and everything. Yeah. It's not one of our jump to things anymore, no, where no, it used to no. be like, Roman no. shade, that's the answer right. to everything. Right. So right. Um, I just was wondering if y'all were experiencing the same thing. And I'm glad you pointed out about the hand, the labor intensiveness, mm. because we say that all the time about every product. The more a human has to touch it, the more expensive it's going to be. So... Um, when you're looking at a product and if you get mad about the price, you have to think someone has to be making that and they have to be paid and all those sort of things. So that's yeah, somebody is sewing those <laughs> little yeah. rings yeah. on the back. Yeah. I, I toured a drapery um, Roman shade workroom uh-huh. and they had cool laser technology that cut the fabric and put the lines mm-hmm. for the shade. Uh, you know, to put the rings across the back, but they still, somebody stitches those yeah, on. Yes, so it still has to be hand done. And threads the string through. and Right. So, Is there a, <clears throat> now that we're getting into to fabric items, is there a fabric, a type of fabric that is most appropriate for a Roman shade? That's a good question. Um, good or question. is there anything that you absolutely can't do or wouldn't recommend for a Roman if you say can't do, I'm going to make it a personal challenge to do it. So be careful. Oh, because I did a mohair at, that had a backing on it for him. What else have I done? You know what I, I really want to do is a leather Roman shade. That would be cool. Yeah. I think you probably, it's a little more supple. Karen. Yeah. No, I, I think you have a wide range of possibilities on a Roman shade. I will say the heavier, the less likely you're going to get a, um, drape right it's it's not going to fold nicely and be as compact as something that's a lighter weight and, and 
folds easier. Right. So. Yeah. With that said, I worked on a project and we had, she wanted to do a Roman and this, but we fell in love with this fabric that was really heavy. So instead we did the cornice in that fabric and then did a shade and it turned out really good. Mm-hmm. So yes. that's always an option. But I don't know if you remember the very first ha- parade house I did with you, you wanted a woven and there was kind of this metallic lining. I remember. And you wanted that for the lining on the shade. Yes. And I was like, I cannot send that fabric to my manufacturer. But <laughs> Justin always makes me think outside the box and I keep thinking. And so I made a Roman shade out of it and did the woven unlined and it was the coolest thing. Yeah, thanks. What, <laughs> house? Yes. what house was that? That was the very, very, very first one when I first moved back. That's the that, that's the house yes, that Jordan yes, and I, yes. that's what started we, our career. Uh, yeah, yes. that's how yes. started our career. Yes. We weren't even trying to do, we were just trying to get a show home decorated. Oh, so yeah. that, that also also adds to why you were like here this is what i want because you didn't know I yeah exactly yeah. i didn't i didn't fully understand construction definitely kind of make it happen and I, I i still would not call myself a window covering expert not anywhere close to you two um or even a fabric expert i'm it, it, there i feel like there's always something to learn about both of those things but we like that you push the limit <laughs> <laughs> it makes us have fun projects yeah, it yeah. makes yeah. us think and try things out of the box because that house also had limbs for drapery rods so. yes it was very yeah, yeah. it was very different it was cool it, it was, was cool <laughs> people definitely remembered yeah yeah just people still ask us about it i know yeah. okay now let's uh we're i'm i don't want to, start to be here for two more hours so let's jump into drapes and then more specifically Apparently, there's a difference between a drape and a curtain, and I did not know that. I didn't know that <laughs> Do you want me to take this one? Yeah, go. Okay. Curtains are traditionally unlined, a very casual um, window covering, sometimes like a cafe or a half, uh, half of the window um, is, can be a curtain. I, I think of curtains as being a child's room, maybe very lightweight, uh, not necessarily a privacy thing. Okay. Drapes are more structured usually lined um and and we're going to get into the different types of tops you know mm-hmm. pleated versus some of the others that uh, i have a question so I, yeah, go ahead. okay so would a um sheer be considered a curtain or a drape actually it? Uh, it could be either one okay but um we, we can do a pleated cheer. Okay. And, and it would be unlined because obviously you want so to be able to see. I have right, one more right. question real yeah. quick. Um, so that makes me think, are grommeted drapes curtains then? Not necessarily okay. because they can be lined and they can be a full drape. Okay. But yes. I think the biggest difference for us is curtains are normally ready made uh-huh. at set lengths and set widths mm-hmm. and often come folded in a bag. Yeah, there's nothing I hate more than a ready-made yes. curtain. So, in the term I always called it a great, but now I'm going to yes, call it a curtain because yes, yes, yeah. just call it a curtain. Curtain just it's an well, ugly the, word. The, the, <laughs> well, the reason curtain has become so ingrained into our vocabulary is because it is Google's word for drapery. Oh. Google. Yeah, so, so it's that Google, if you're listening, not the same thing. Right. See, I'm listed as a blind and curtain store. <laughs> and I can't change that. Because Google rules. But um, that's why it's it's more common. Okay. Okay. 
next thing I, that I think we should talk about is the difference between stationary panels mm. and ones that you close. And I personally like stationary panels, but I want them to be able to close on the one time a year that I might close them. Oh. <laughs> oh, Karen. <laughs> well, traditionally, stationary panels are meant to stay on the sides of the window, or in, if you have several windows, like in a bay, bay, you may have a panel in between each window, and are not meant to move. They're supposed to stay, and there may actually be another window covering like a roller shade that operates up and down for right. your privacy. And Why then, do you think that's a thing? Wh- why do I think what's a thing? The stationary panel. Like, how did the, how is that a thing? Because it dresses up that window. It, it makes it look so opulent compared to just maybe a shade by itself. Well, and this, it's stationary because people didn't want to pu- pay for the full width to cover the window. Okay. So you have a wide That's what I thought it was, day. but I just yeah. wanted yes. to make sure. And, too, we often tell people that... Little designer trick. Make it look expensive for less money. Yes, yes, And that gets into a whole other thing we talk about in a minute about the width of fabric and and how wide to make your stationary panel compared to the proportion of your window. The other thing is that even, well, in different styles of drapes, just like different styles of Roman shades, dress themselves or when you pull them across, they're a mess. And so... So what width does a panel need to be? Is there like a ratio to the window? Yes, the taller your window is, the wider that panel needs Needs to to be. be. Yes, because it looks disproportionate. You end up with what we call a pencil look. If you you have 120-inch one-width panels, I mean, they look like pencils next to your window. Yeah, there's someone in town that does that a lot. I'm not going to call her out. (laughs) (laughs) And and it needs, even though it may not close, you want your mind to think that it probably could. I agree. It's a trick. Mind Mind trick. There you go. I agree. But um, a panel that the draperies that close actually need to stack outside the window when they are totally open so that the window, the glass part of your window is completely open, which that's why Justin likes them. Yes, as long as there's room. Because sometimes with a huge, huge window, your stack back gets so big that you have to go into the window just a little bit and and that's fine one of our pet peeves is uh, when building a house some people put these huge windows in and leave five inches on either side of it and then they want drapes and they the stack covers all of your window window. right so these are things to think about ahead of time another point to talk about now is when you're ordering online and you think you've purchased a width of fabric Uh is you need to understand what that means and it, yeah because all fabric comes in different widths well well and, and the not, construction of say it's not it's not it's not the same if there's no standard is what i'm trying to get well at. but we're talking like a finished width right oh okay you need to understand yeah. that like a, when you take a width of designer or decorator fabric usually 54 inches and you pleat it when it's stretched taut with the pleats it's 20 something inches but it's not really supposed to be into the in the window stretched taut taut. yeah it's supposed to look like it's pushed back right so that makes it even smaller now people get you know then but you can do with a grommet or a flat you know rod pocket panel you get more fabric but there's no structure structure to right which i know you don't like a grommeted drape but i do i do too (laughs) 
I think there's a purpose for grommeted drape. What we don't like about grommeted drapes is when people try to use, they have 120 inch tall drapes and they put those grommets on a pole and then they try to drag it across. It's not meant to do that. Oh yeah, no. They are meant to be more stationary product and not an open and closed I think that that's one thing that people don't understand about drapes a lot is that to open and close them, there has to be hardware specifically especially if it's tall like 120 or i mean some they're getting way up there like way 150 180 um the the physics yes and mechanism is not (laughs) possible yeah (laughs) yeah no physics is so i always tell people if you're really wanting to open and close a drape um because, you know, I prefer a shade behind a drape. Right. It's easier. Um, but if you really are wanting to open and close a drape, if you're going over eight feet, it needs to be motorized. Right. I mean, that's just my answer yeah. to all or of that. at least a uh, um, traversing rod. It can be manually operated, but it needs to be a traversing rod. Speaking of the physics, if you try to pull that, you know, you're ripping the drape. You're ripping. Right. Um, but if it's on a pulley carry system with a traversing rod it it will help evenly distribute it with no stress on the drape a traversing rod what is that is that with the chain that you pull to open and close it or a rod or what well traversing really means that it's got a a pulley system that's driven either by a chain or a cord that you, you remember grandma grandma has, has them. Yes, yeah. grandma has them. <laughs> yeah. that it, the little pulley system carries that across to the center and opens and closes the drapes that takes mm. the stress off of pulling them open and close from below when they get tall you know past 84 inches you really need to consider traversing uh, agree. so is that what a motorized rod does a motorized rod takes the cord out of it and the motor pulls it instead uh-huh. of you manually pulling it either one is fine but it's still basically the yes, same basically okay. operates yeah. the yeah. same I, 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 don't you agree with the prices of motorization? Oh. It really just, if you're going to try to do something really tall on a drape, just motorize well, it. Well, because you might have a chair what where is, you're going to have to reach behind to use that cord. Right. And then there's some with baton draw and all that. But again, you've got to get up there and be able to reach it. So yes, I think motorization more and more is going to be the way to go. And percentage wise, if you're doing a custom drape, fabric is so expensive. It, you're already talking about a major investment piece. So uh, adding a little bit more for the motorization is usually so small percentage-wise of what the overall cost of the product is. Just go for it. Right, right. And you save the fabric. Yeah, and your fabric will last longer. Yes, absolutely. And you're not standing there going, oh, Badge of Lines sold me this and I'm trying to open and close it. You know, so we're just really Yeah, I mean, because we've even had some customers that, uh, because we use you guys for almost every house, so that they they come to me and I'm like, well, it's simple physics. Like, you should have spoken up that you wanted to shut this drape from the beginning. So I think that when you're first starting to look at doing draperies, the very first thing you need to decide is if you want stationary or if you want them to move. Yes, and that is one of our first questions. And back to whether I like grommet or not, I just wanted to clarify. Uh (laughs) I I like, and I like the look. I'll be honest, because when we talk about ripple fold, I was going to confess this too. It's harder to measure. I mean, there's no play. I mean, it's probably easy for Karen, but, you know, with, with... a pinch pleated drape, I can adjust the pin slightly, uh-huh. but with a grommet, 
wherever you hang it. That's where it's at. That's where it's at. Yeah. And same I, with a ripple fold no or a room ceiling. For a mistake. No forgiveness. No, no yeah. forgiveness. Yeah. So that's where the math goes down to. It just makes my head hurt. Yeah. Just real quick, I, I want to touch on, uh, before we get into the types, uh, that the rods are important. Yes. I mean, we're talking about the traverse. And um, uh, don't, if you're going to do a, a drape that needs to move, you really need to think about the rod as, I would say, as much as you do what fabric you're picking. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Thank you so much. Yes. To us, it goes hand in hand. Right. That conversation is, it's a pairing. Right. I know a lot of people don't care, but well, they, or they if you don't care, let your designer or window covering professional care for you. Well, and, and oh, there's a huge difference. I mean, and we, it matters to us on the bracket. I don't care if it's stationary. We want it to be solid. We want it to... You know, we've literally, if you buy a cheap bracket, it can bend in the front. And then all of a sudden, your pole, your drapes are on the floor. Well, right. the bracket's yeah. cheap and bending out of the wall. Yeah. It's just not, it's not worth it. Yeah, so it's all, and, and I say this to everyone all the time, too, but you get what you pay for, Absolutely. usually, too. So if you're wanting the cheapest product possible and wanting the best possible uh, quality, it is not going to happen. So keep that in mind. You Usually, people choose to hit somewhere in the middle, but... Um, decide what is important to you about the drape. And if you don't care that much, just do a stationary drape because right. it is a great or way to save it, some we money. We have people do it one room at a time. They might go ahead and splurge and do the living or the master, and then once they see how good it looks and the difference that it makes, I mean, I'd rather you save up and do it right. Agreed. Agreed. That's agree, a lot of stuff. Agree, yeah. agree. <laughs> okay, let's talk about all the different stuff. Well, not all of them. Let's touch on <laughs> some of the more popular styles of drapes right now. Okay. <laughs> uh, pleated drapes are really popular right now. Now, And people really think that it's grandma, but it's not. It's made a resurgence, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. It's something we're seeing a lot of. There are very a, a lot of different types of pleats. There's traditional pleats, two, three-finger, four, even four-finger pleats. There are um, pleats that the pinch is at the top instead of four to six inches down, and that's a French pleat. Uh, we have cartridge pleats, which are just kind of not pinched anywhere. They're just a column, and they're very sleek. They'd be great for a contemporary look. You can actually take a goblet pleat and make it more of six inches instead of the traditional, what's the traditional, four, and it makes it look more like a champagne flute. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I- so what are you saying, that the pleats, <clears throat> excuse me, the pleats are done not at the very top, but you have fabric above the raw. The well, where is the pleat located? Well, the pleat is at the top, right? But where they decide to pinch the pleat mm. uh, can differ. Okay. And uh, we will. I will also say at this point in time that um, different pleats require a different amount of fullness for fabric. Some require two times the fullness, some two and a half, some three. So we can determine determine the price of your drapes by adjusting that yeah so if that is a great point because i was just about to ask that question what does a pleat do it gives the fullness to the drape yes. the more and structure yeah the more pleats you have the fuller your drapes are going to appear and but that also means the more fabric that you have to use so that in turn goes hand in hand with how expensive the the drapes are to begin with and how much space they take up when and how yeah and when how much windows are set open. back do you want to explain what setback is real quick? Um, 
the are are you talking about stack, stack back? back yeah, yeah sorry stack back um is how when you open your drapes all the way the space they take up on either side of the window is considered your stack back. So um, we, we determine that ahead of time if you've got the wall space so that when your drapes are open, they clear the glass of the window and allow right. optimal viewing. And again, physics and math, some people are upset by how much their stack back is, but if you have a huge window and you want them to function, <laughs> it is going to have a very big stack back. Well, and is that determined as much, does the bulk of the fabric affect that? And does a pleat truly like, does a, I guess a three finger does have more fabric than, I do a more tailored drape. Yeah. So. Yeah. There's several things that can affect your stack. I mean, traditionally, um, like a two finger or three finger pleat probably compress more than something like a goblet. They're going to be a little bit wider stack. And, and we have formulas for all of these things so that we can guesstimate what the stack back is going to be. But most of your fabric, when it's pushed back, what, what Susan is saying is in the curve or the S, the deepness of that, um, the pleat. So and you'll have a more shallow curve in your drape, if you, if you build less fullness into it, if you build more fullness into it, that curve will be very deep. Okay. So it doesn't mm. necessarily expand the width of that. No, it's more... It can, but it's not as big as uh, the S curve. So a pleated drape is actually my favorite kind of drape because I love the fullness of it, but I actually hate the look of the pleat at the top. So that's why I like cornices so much right now because it kind of covers that look of the pleat. Oh, but, but you would be a great candidate for a, a cartridge pleat or, or even a ripple fold because we can See, I don't, a lot of fullness What is there. a ripple fold? I think I know what it is, but... They actually have no no structure per se at the top. There's mm -hmm. no pleat. It's one flat piece of fabric, and what holds that S curve in place is the hardware that you use. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We did that on our show home a couple of years yes. ago in the yes, shear. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So you don't like any pleats? Not really. I like. I like. I don't like the top of it. Uh, you you like, shut your mouth. I love it. <laughs> yeah, no, you do. I love, I've gotten right. No, love I love the pleats. pleats all the way down. You it's like the, the, top. the pin. You don't like the pinch. I don't you like don't the like pinch. pinch. Yeah. 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 So that's why I like a cornice to just yeah. barely cover the no, pinch. No, I can see that because yeah. then you just see the folds. Yes. Yeah. I love the beautiful uh, pleat all the way right. down and right. not, and it's not a pressed pleat. It's a, it can it be flows. a pressed pleat, but I, you like the same things I like. Yeah. I like a cartridge pleat for that very reason, and I like ripple fold for that very reason. Okay. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, it, so is there a material that you uh, suggest for a pleated drape more than another type of fabric? Or what pleats the best, maybe? Or, yeah. Yeah, what pleats the best? Uh, we've got a lot of things that pleat well. Uh, we've got uh, linens pleat well, um, some linen and poly blends pleat well, Um I would say it has more to do with the the um, weave the weave of the fabric instead of and how it lays. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, I would say if you get into 
he's, he's going to make me prove this to uh-huh. me, but <laughs> if you get into a really heavy upholstery type fabric, they don't always make the best drapes. It's too heavy. It's And uh, it has that backing yes, on it. Sometimes they have backing. Yeah, you know I don't care about hard. that, though. <laughs> but it, but it, the backing makes it stiff, and it won't know, do those know, pretty folds that you like. Uh, you do you like that S? Well, like I yeah. I just like a... <laughs> I know that this is not really the most in-style thing right now, but I like a super heavy drape that has a lot of... Um, uh, volume, volume. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for. Well, but can't can't we achieve that with your lining? Yeah, and maybe yeah. an inner lining that has that overall appearance. Yes, of it. Yeah, and you like texture. I love texture. Texture is important yeah. to Justin, yeah. and and you know everybody's different. Some people like a really sleek look. Uh, some people like a lot of texture. Right. We've got fabrics for all of the above. Yeah, and. Yeah, um, yeah. And we have fabrics that are very performance-based. Susan yes. might want to talk about that. Well, I'm just loving the new Krypton home. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, it's not like you're, you know, mm-hmm. at a doctor's office. and it's <laughs> So we've not said good things about the Krypton fabrics on past podcasts, but oh. I do think a drape is a great place for it. A great place, because it's not, you're not laying on it. Oh, I got yeah, you. Yes. Sometimes yes. the fabrics can feel too plasticky, but you're not laying on a drape. I brought your fabric. <laughs> <laughs> feel that Krypton home, that one on the top. Oh, yeah, they're getting much better. Yes, yes. And we do a lot of blends. Yes. And I think that's probably our favorite. Yes. Because you get the drapeability of a poly, and you, but if you blend it with a cotton or linen, you get that natural look. Right. And like I said, for a drape, this is really where I think uh, – Krypton and uh, indoor outdoor fabrics shine because, uh, especially if you have pets or small children, like I mean, the drapes even, are going to uh, get so dirty. This poly, we've used that for some of your customers. See, I would hate this on a sofa, but I love it on a no, drape. No, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I would not want that on a sofa either, but it drapes yeah. beautifully and it has some bulk to it. Yes. And, and yet it doesn't have, you know, we don't, we tend, in fact, we just had a rep and every, Everything he showed us that was shiny, we were like, we don't do shiny. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because the, that poly. And Karen can, Unless it's silk. If it's yes, silk, it can shine all day long. Yes, he had some dupionis, but I'm talking about the poly yeah, silk. Yeah, yeah. So explain, because I ask you, what makes some polys, because this is 100% polyester. Well, there's a couple of different things. Polyester is a strand fiber, which means it was in a vat as a liquid. Um, and then it, th- they add all the characteristics to it, the color, the if they're going to put a sparkle in it or whatever they might want to do to it before they strew it out and make it into a fiber. And they can make it into different types of fibers. They can make it into a cylinder, which is sleek and reflect, refracts light. They can make it trilobal, which absorbs more light. So they can do a lot of different things with um, synthetic fibers which polyester is one of. And synthetic fibers can be woven um, in a, a plain weave, which exposes the flat surface. Can I to ask a question real yeah, quick? Sure. Do you know the difference? What is the difference between polyester and uh, viscose? Okay. To answer that question, I'm going to tell you a couple of things. Wool, silk, cotton, linen, these are all natural fibers. Right. Okay. Some are protein, some are cellulosic, um, but they're natural. And then we have synthetic fibers, polyester, polypropylene, acrylic. Um, I can't even think. Viscose. Uh, this, no, 
viscose is a in-between fiber. Oh. It is. They take cellulose, usually leftover wood products, sometimes bamboo, sometimes cotton linters, which are the short fibers of cotton that are too short to be used in normal weaving. So is that why viscose is so soft? Yes. Yeah. It has okay. a lot of properties that cotton a- actually has. And they break that down chemically and then strew it out as a fiber. So it is the only one that is a combination, c- kind of, it's not synthetic, it is actually a cellulosic fiber, but it is it has a man-made component. Does it have the stain resistance of... It's got some good properties, and then it has some properties that aren't as good. Okay. They, they can, no, it does not have the stain resistancy that some of the other uh, synthetic fibers do. But, but maybe more than a cotton... Um, or no? Not necessarily. Okay. Okay. Um, it, it depends. And there are different types of uh, uh, rayons. Or mm-hmm. v- viscose is, there's polynostic viscose. There's different types of rayon fibers. And uh, they can be used from anything from tires to clothing to what we use in the fabrics for drapes and upholstery, etc. And they've, they've, changed some of the fibers if y'all have heard of uh, lycosil or tinsel yeah mm-hmm. um, where they are very oh the drapeability is just i mean it's yummy yeah. it drapes mm-hmm. really nice yeah. for for clothing and for well tinsel is actually becoming a huge filler too and yeah. furniture like it feels just like down but it has mm-hmm. the resistance of uh foam so ten, I, ten, I think Tencel, it's kind of like a... a I think it's big, like the new up and it's coming. A, it's yeah. a new thing that I think that you're just going to hear more and more and more yeah. about. Yeah, and I think they're changing properties to it regularly, and we're th- seeing more and new. New products. So technically, viscose is like a natural, a man-made natural... Pretty much. Got so it. <laughs> I love that I know the answer to that because I actually had no idea. I thought that it was a synthetic fabric. Very so. interesting. Okay, let's get, uh, there's a couple more types of uh, drapes, just real quick. Uh, Ripplefold flat panel um, and gathered sheared. What is that? Oh, you know what? Gathered, sheared, um, it's like grandma rod grandma. pocket. Yes, yeah. it's <laughs> your grandma. Yeah, yeah. So I would think that don't you don't nobody wants that. Well, there are certain times that it's appropriate, but we don't when? do a lot. Of it. <laughs> I can think of, I can oh, think of one. Time. I haven't thought about rod pocket in years. Yeah. <laughs> okay, they, you look online, and that is the term. So people need to understand that that is what they're getting. Yeah, so. if you see rod pocket, you do not want it. Right, and then. Otherwise, you're clipping rings onto it and try and move those. Unless you're over 90. Then you may want it all day long. <laughs> well, you probably already have it. That's true. You're not buying it. You're not getting rid of it. And it has a little header at the top and from the 80s. And then flat panel would be... It can or cannot. Can we back up yeah. just mm-hmm. a minute and talk mm-hmm. about back tab? Because we didn't really say very much. Oh, yeah, back tab. Back tab. Well, I yeah. I... Back tab um, have little tabs on the back that you put the rod okay. through and when you push them together they kind of create a, a little fold, fold. Okay. and actually two things that I think about sheared or gathered drapes and back tab is it's hard to make them stay in one place they have a tendency to want to poof out because they don't want to stay on the rod where you push it back 
Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. It wants to, if you push the back tabs back, they want to creep in okay. and flatten out. Okay. To me, through all of those, flat panel, rod pocket, back tab is the only acceptable one, say in a kid's room or something, where you want it to just kind of look like a grommet, you know, or it's just bolted back, but you want to save some money. Okay. Okay. That sounds good. Flat panel are so hard to dress. I mean, you might spend hours getting them right, and then if you ever try to close them or move them, you've got a hot mess to start all over. <laughs> they will never look like a pleated drape. I don't care what you see in magazines. I don't care what you see online. Those are probably glued together. Yeah, I think it's, and I, I could be wrong in this assumption, and maybe it's just because I like it, but I think if you're going to spend the money on custom drapes, you want to go with some sort of pleat. I agree. Yeah, uh, possibly yeah. a grommeted if it's a very sure. modern space, sure. but I think completed is probably best so i have a random question so it's like the back tap is that like kind of what ready-mades are usually where you just kind of like slide the yes bar into the yes well that's that whole pocket that seam at the top right and sometimes they have the tabs but you have to be careful because a lot of the ready-mades do not have strong enough tabs we actually had a client order some online and they were just some kind of webbing and they were very heavy and we knew it wasn't going to hold hold up i do have a vendor where i can do a custom length back tab and i do it sometimes for kids rooms mm-hmm. okay so but i go ahead and do it that 112 and i can also make it wider so it just gives some softness on the side of a shade gotcha. okay how long do you suggest making a drape oh that's a good question <laughs> depends on how tall your ceiling is true my answer is always almost all the way to the ceiling yes. but yes. yeah definitely okay we have a great pictorial that we would wish you could see over the podcast but well you can send it to us we can post it when yeah, we do this we may have to. Yeah. Uh, traditionally i think a lot of people put drapes right at the very top of the window and just right on the edge of the window well that minimizes your window and makes it uh, and just small. space in general that yes. makes your ceilings yeah. feel yeah. short yes. 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 yeah and so we advise people to take your whether they're stationary panels or it's a traversing drape either way outside the window that opens up the width of the window and then to take it taller than the actual window and and this is uncommon for some people it's hard for them to get used to but it makes your window look grand it makes it look twice as big as if you'd done it the other way that's why i like taking it almost to the ceiling right and the only time i might not um is if we're matching a pattern and there's a, a cutoff if I go just slightly below. And I also don't like the hardware sitting just if there's real pretty crown. I like a little A couple visual. inches off. Right, yeah, right, right, right. But I, I agree. Of course, crown, there's not a lot of crown right now. Right, so you can right. go real yeah, tall. Yeah, so you with can go drape. real tall. But we have to consider because this is the hard way too, is you have to have room for that bracket and it goes a little bit above your rod. Mm-hmm. And then depending on the size of your finials, yeah. if you go too close to the top, then all of a sudden yeah. your finials don't. You can't close it. Yeah. yeah, well, they don't fit. Because <laughs> yeah, they, they, they go above the yeah. rod. Yeah. Math, lots of math. math. <laughs> yeah, too much math. Too much math. Lots but, of math and two. Yeah, but you build those houses with these beautiful high ceilings. We have such great... High ceilings and tall windows go go up. And yeah. that's, again, why you need custom. What is your favorite style of drape? Oh, um, I'm, I'm into pleated. I'm like Michael. <laughs> um, and uh, I like just a, I just like a two-finger pinch pleat. And sometimes I even have the workroom tacket at the top. So it just looks more streamlined. 
I'm very tailored, but I like the pleated drape. But okay, Karen's totally opposite. Karen. What is your favorite style of drape? I, I kind of am a little bit more transitional. So I love a cartridge pleat, mm-hmm. and I also like ripple fold yeah. a lot. Yeah. I. What about you, Jordan? I would probably say I like grommeted, though, too, so that would be hard. Um, I'll go with grommeted, though. Grommeted? Um, Mine's a pleat, but I don't like to see the bench. <laughs> <laughs> and if we know Michael, all the pleats. Yep. <laughs> Give me all. Pleats, all, pleats for days. All the pleats. <laughs> all the pleats. So one more question before we go. When you are building a house, when do you think is the perfect time to bring in a drape? Because it takes time to make a drape, like a lot of time. I think when you're building a house, you need to think about the placement of your windows and what kind of treatment that you want on those particular windows and save room for that treatment. I will give you an example. We had a a lady that we helped build a house, and she had a very contemporary house, and she wanted wall-to-wall drapes viewing out over her um, pool. Mm -hmm. And we actually built a recess up into the ceiling that housed those drapes mm-hmm. so that you didn't see. I mean, it was it was a motorized raw. Yeah. It, I would it love was to see a absolutely of that. gorgeous. It had a sheer and a drape uh, in front of it, so she could open the drapes and see the pull through mm-hmm. the shears. It was spectacular. It was magazine worthy, don't you it think? Oh, like why is she not shopping here? <laughs> 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 if she's going to spend that much on drapes, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I need to talk to her. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that much. You don't have well, to spend. Karen found very affordable, know, affordable fabrics, fabrics yeah. because she just wanted it all white. Mm-hmm. It, it yeah. was very hotel. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it sounds it very hotel. Ab- absolutely stunning. But you know, we would prefer that um, that they talk to us early because again, we've gone to houses where they want drapes in there, and there's not enough room right. on mm-hmm. on either side to stack them back away from their window. Generally, for us, we get a better visual. Obviously, when the windows are installed and the drywall is. Uh, uh, but if they want motorized, we need to be in on that. But when the electrician is there, so that's when it's right after. It, right, it's possible it's to framed. do battery, but you would yes. say that wire yes. is better. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, and I a agree. tip on motorized drapes. Um, I did recently see one battery, uh, but they can't handle the weight of it, so it has to be plugged in. And so we need a plug okay. down at the bottom behind where the drape is going to hang, which a lot of people do in certain rooms. But I mean, why not have a plug there? You can use it for your vacuum if you don't. Exactly. Drapes, yeah, because it just hides those behind the things, drape anyway. Yeah. You know, yeah. and two, we can help them set a budget so they've planned that in, uh, and they don't wake up right before they're moving into the house and have nothing for their windows. Have no window coverings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> be living in a fishbowl. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah fishbowl. Is there anything that you want to add about window coverings? I think real quick, my main thing is I, when I first started, I really, my desire is to please the customer and I wanted, you know, back then the flat panel trying to make it look like a drape was very popular. And I had one of our workrooms say, you know, if you're going to do it, do it right. And they may not understand. 1,000% agree. That's like yeah. my motto. <laughs> yes. And she just made a really good point. She said that first time homeowner or that young woman, this woman, this may be her first pair of drapes. And so you're the expert and you want her to have something that she invested in that when her mom, her mother-in-law come in or friends say, wow. I agree. What about so, you? 
Anything you want to add about <laughs> just window coverings in general? Don't make it an afterthought. Pl- plan. plan ahead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that, that 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 is a good thing. Uh, Jordan? Um, no, I think that's a really good point because I was about to say, I think window treatments are kind of an afterthought almost. Yeah, I agree. Like and like and like we talked about, you can do just do a blind to start with and then kind of Yeah, I think. Go you know, back. sometimes yeah. we say that they're kind of like the jewelry on your outfit. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it can really make or break a room. Oh, I you, t- yeah, yeah, totally agree. And you will have to take the lead on the window covering because your builder can close on your, especially if you're doing new can close on a house without window covering right, right? but they can't close without carpet and tile so they're yeah. going to be more worried about that right and i also Agreed. think it's one of those things like you kind of have to have window coverings yes. like if you want to sleep like yes. you need it so yes. it's one of those things i really think you should think about what about you michael yeah i i would just tack on to what everybody else said they're important so um yeah my last little tip which is something i kind of wanted to talk about but we're so long that i think that i'm just going to touch on it is uh don't cheap out on the fabric because i know that that is the biggest expense to a drape and if it's in a guest bedroom or uh, a powder bath or something that is not that important to you fine i get it but your master bedroom or your living room if you love the fabric and it's too much money for you right then, maybe just wait a little bit um, and get the fabric that you want because I, same with upholstery, bedding, pillows, the nicer the fabric, the better it's going to look long-term. So That's why just do a shade. Yeah, yeah just do a shade or something. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, or you just know. save up because you yeah. want to walk in and you want to love it. Yeah, yeah, agreed, agreed. Don't just, if you want, because yes, you have to cover your windows, but I think if yeah. you just want to get your windows covered, just do the shades to start. Right, yeah. or start with one room and we're going to wow you and you can save up for the rest. Yeah, and yeah. as always, do not let the money stress you out. Everything is supposed to be fun. And if you, if the money is stressing you out just take back step back take a breath and then move forward when it's fun absolutely again. and we so, always yeah. have options yeah. yeah well thank you ladies both thank for you. being here yeah. <laughs> i mean i feel like i should take lessons on fabric from karen oh i know like, i was just thinking lessons. i was like she could totally teach a class yeah, you could I teach a class yeah. you should do a podcast on fabric yeah. <laughs> she she well anyway that's all that we have you can follow uh would you want to throw out your instagram or facebook real quick yes veggie blinds of sw love Okay, is that Facebook and Insta? Uh, Insta... CBSW. Wait, I can't. Oh, I should have written it down. That's okay. Well, it's we like, will. It's like the acronym. <laughs> yeah, we'll put it, we'll put it in the notes of the B-K. show. Do you want people to follow you? You can follow me, HHC Justin, on Insta. You can follow me, HHC Jordan. And you can follow our company at HHC Living. Bye, guys. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. Ta ta.